Chapter 23 of Women, Children, Love, and Marriage. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Women, Children, Love, and Marriage by Catherine Gaskin Hartley. Section 2 of Marriage and Other Relationships. Marriage Reform. Many people seem to be in fear that any change in the marriage laws will destroy marriage. Hands off, no tinkering with marriage, they cry in a panic of timidity and moral anger. I marvel at this want of faith. Do they indeed believe that the institution of marriage rests on a trembling quicksand, so that its supporters are compelled to build a scaffolding of lies to sustain its foundations? The laws of marriage are only the register of what marriage is. They do not control marriage. There are no laws, for instance, to regulate the perfect love unions of birds, whose faithfulness and family life present a beautiful and high standard of conduct. Let there be no mistake here. I have been told that I wish to destroy permanent marriage, that I do not consider the welfare of children and the best instincts of the race. I deny these charges. They are untrue. My ideal of marriage is one that many will call old-fashioned. It demands the consecration of the mother in service to her husband, to her children, and the home. That is why I advocate the recognition and regulation of other forms of union, not because I have a low ideal but to prevent the degradation of marriage by forcing into it those who do not desire and therefore are unsuited for its binding duties. The immense failure of marriage today arises from the confusion of our desires and our ceaseless search for individual happiness. We have no firm ideal, no fixed standard of conduct either for women or for men, and the existence of many standards of what ought to be done, the liberty permitted to the man, the liberty permitted to the woman, if the wife shall continue her work or profession or remain at home dependent on the husband's earnings, whether the marriage shall be fruitful or sterile, these are but a few of the questions left undecided, and thus to leave men and women unguided with their own ideas of what is good to do and what is evil is the dry rot very surely destroying the ideal of marriage. Every couple starts anew and alone, and the way is too difficult for solitary experiments. This modern delusion of looking at marriage as an individual affair is, of course, the essence of the selfish, egocentric habit of life. It forces desire and personal adventure and personal needs. With more courage to face the realities of love, we should have a surer ideal. There would be less sentimentality, but much deeper feeling about marriage. This, then, is what I would teach. No longer must marriage be regarded solely as a personal relationship. Marriage is a religious duty. To be mothers were women created, and to be fathers, men. This was the ideal which gave the breadth of life to marriage among men and women in our earlier England, who were more fixed in character and less selfish than we are today. This is the ideal we have lost. End of chapter 23